The following is an RED Podcast Network production. You can find this and other great RED Podcast Network shows on redpodcastnetwork.com, iTunes, and Stitcher Radio. Better than beer? Can it be? I love that. I love craft beer. Beer. Sparkling. Golden. Pure. A beverage as old as history. I am passionate about craft beer. Craft brewing is innovation. Independence. Curiosity. Collaboration. Character. And this is the craft beer evolution. Beer snob like a mother. <laughs> Good afternoon and welcome to the... Good afternoon. Good evening, and welcome to the latest Irish. Oh, good snob. morning, depending on what time of the day you're listening to this. Yeah, that's true. This could be your Monday morning commute in. Probably not the best thing to be doing Monday morning listening to a podcast about beer. This is the IrishBeerSnob.com podcast. As always, my darling wife Janice is with me here. Say hi, honey. Hi, bless us, Father, for we have sinned. It has been weeks since our last podcast. Yeah, I think there was actually people saying a decade of the rosary at the spire and O'Connell Street on Saturday. Now, I think they might have been saying they were praying for Ireland, but I'm saying they were praying for us and get back to <laughs> doing more podcasts. Um, obviously, it's been, I think, the 16th September was the last time we put a podcast up, guys. We're really sorry. It's really bold of us. But, but we have been busy bees, in yeah, fairness, Wayne. We'll, we'll put ourselves on the naughty step. Um, I suppose what we're going to cover off tonight's show is it's going to be a bit of a catch up what's happened in the last few weeks. A little bit of news that's recently kind of developed in, in Ireland, um, craft beers section. And um, then we're going to do a tasting of the Russian Doll 4-pack from Brewdog. Ian, 11pm somewhere, kindly got these for us. So Ian, cheers. Thanks very much. I'm looking forward to getting my lips around those. Cheers, buddy. So we've 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 had a fair bit on. So where should we start? Oh well, we have to start with our first festival. Come on, yeah, the big thing out there. Twenty seventh of September seems like it was a lifetime away now at this stage, but that was the date of the first Irish beer snob festival um, in Smithson Square, Navan County, Mead. We had eight breweries in total, um, and. We had a cracking day, same day as the All Ireland final. Yeah, thanks to very much big thank you to Arthur in Smith's on the Square for hosting it and being an absolute legend on the barbecue. Yeah, goddamn burgers! I'm still dreaming about them. Um, yeah, God, it doesn't seem like it's been two weeks since then. No. Uh, this th- this time two weeks we were dying a death. <laughs> yeah. Uh. Uh. Hangover, yeah, hangover yeah. city. Yeah, I think we developed a new word, hangry. It's a combination hangry. between hungry, angry, and hungover. And um, Dave from Bow Bristol got a first experience of that on the day of the festival. <laughs> oh, yes, he did. My, like Dave, I apologise for being a whiny little uh, beach about that. But uh, I was hungry and hangry and everything uh, before. But As, thanks to all you guys who came out and made it special. You made history by being there for the first one, the first of many. Also, thank you all for your feedback, uh, which has proved invaluable. We've learned quite a lot of things. We've learned, you know, things that we can improve on, things that we can leave out. Um, I think that's to be expected. Like, it's our first first attempt to organise anything like this. Um, obviously, thank you to Arthur, not just for the cooking of the food, but for giving us the latitude to pretty much do what we wanted. He says, look, do what you want with the space. All I need to know is how many and when. And, you know, it was great to have that support. And Arthur is a massive supporter of craft beer in, in this in Navin in particular. Has one of the best ranges in bottles. And he's an absolutely sound bloke. So thanks, Arthur. 
And thanks to everyone who was there. Again, I'm only repeating what Janice is saying, but like, it was great to see some of our friends there. Like I know Ian and Catherine came up from Kilcock to support us, and we had Kieran who came down and did the photography for us, and the photos looked absolutely great. Simon and Marina made it all the way. Yeah, up from Simon Apple. says. So it was great to, for everyone to come down and, and show their support, but it was really important for us to highlight to local people the local story what's going on near to them and you know it was introduced you know local brands to people who might not have been aware of them previously so watch this space for some news maybe possibly in the next week or two yeah probably we will say too much but next couple of weeks there might be some more developments on irishbearsnob.com i suppose that that's kind of in the past and looking forward now um but i suppose it'd be a good opportunity now to look at the news side of things like what's actually been happening in the craft beer um, section, industry revolution or whatever in Ireland. But before we get on to that, I do have a special word of thanks to Steve from the Beer O'Clock Show for my new for the suggestion for my new Twitter handle at Mrs Beer Snob. So thanks once again, Steve, for that. Uh, Steve, gentlemen, gentlemen, thanks very much for your very envy-inspiring tweets from Indieman Beercon in Manchester. That will be on our calendar for 2015. Mark our words. So I suppose now we'll get into the news. So Janice can come up first with the news. Um, well, news today that I heard that I was very, very excited for was Brewdock being listed in the top 21 bars in the world on Thrillist.com. So congratulations, Rachel and the team there. Fantastic. Um, and then also more news from Galway Bay is that they have announced their sixth Dublin pub. Oh, yes. The, the location in Rothgar. Yeah, it's called the 108. And that's going to be headed up by Shane, isn't it? Shane, He's current assistant manager in Against the Grain. Top lad, knows his beer, he knows what he's talking about, and he's extremely friendly to boot, and I'm I sure think he'll first, do really well. I first met Shane, I think, in the Norseman, wasn't it? That's yeah, where he Farrington's, was. yeah. Farrington's. Well, it's Norseman now. It'll always be Farrington's to me. Um, I suppose, just on that news about Brewdock getting into the top 21 of Thrillist beer pubs in the world, it's a fantastic achievement when you consider Ireland's craft beer revolution is probably where the US one was in its in the 90s. But what makes the Brewdog such a great pub is the staff. It's the people that make it. The, the guys that work behind the bar there, they're all a bit of crack. They're all a bit of banter. We've drank there since it opened. Not just because it's right next to where we get the bus home and it's an excuse to get the next it's one. because where we got, spent an anniversary, dear. Uh, Our yes. wedding anniversary is when they opened. Exactly. So It'll it always be dear to my heart. It'll always have that soft spot to us. Um, so once again, Rachel and the team in Brewdock, congratulations. It's well earned. I've been praising you ever since you started and it's just great to see it continue on and that you're getting recognized now internationally um other news white hag those that came across white hag at the rds uh, festival at the beginning of september would have been like many blown away by their initial range of beer and the, the quality and the the, ra- the diversity of the range there was none of this safe pale ale red ale and stout there was an imperial stout there was a, a, a red ipa there was all sorts going on but they tweeted a lovely picture earlier of loads of boxes of their beer in bottles which means one thing everyone now is going to have the opportunity to try white hag beers get on to your local independent off license ask them to get them in we've been looking in dublin they've been available in a few pubs on draft i know they had the Heather Ale in Farron, sorry, yeah, Norseman last Norseman, night, yeah. um, and it's their beer of the week, so I wouldn't expect it to last long. But the White Hag guys, seriously, seriously adventurous stuff that they're doing, totally different to the usual. 
um, launch of Irish breweries. So get on to that Roddy and Trim wine house, please. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure he's already on it. Um, I suppose coming locally for us, um, Brew Brewery, obviously in Meath, they're our local brewery, um, they had a couple of bits of announcements on their Facebook page. Um, they have launched a new pale ale called Brew. Um, but it's, it's a really different beer from... You know, we're experienced with Rua, Re, and uh, Dove. They're, they're amazing stout. Um, but they've listened to the feedback from the publicans where they've had draft accounts, and they're just saying, look, lads, we want something a little bit less full-on. So can you give, give us something? And this is what they've done. They've gone back. They've done a pale ale. It's a really well-made pale ale. Um, we had it at our festival. It was, I think, the second or maybe third pouring in, in Navan. Yeah. Um, feedback was really good. The feedback they're getting in the pubs it's been put into is really good. And they're doing a, a kind of a brew night in, um, a brew day, I think they, they called it, in O'Connor's Pub in Kells, where they're selling pints of brew for three euro. Woohoo! So who says you can't get value for money in this economy? And when is that on? That is on the 17th, so this Friday coming. So anyone who's not living in Meath or Ireland, unlucky. Uh, anyone who's, who's living in Meath or Kells, get yourself down there for a few pints. Or if you're in Dublin, the bus runs to Kells at 109 from Basaris. Get on it. Yeah, we've slept through that Navin stop a few times to wake up in Kells. Um, and then sticking with Kells, there's a, a bar in, in the Headford Arms called the Celtic. Um, Brew have are going to be making them a house beer um, for them especially, which is, you know, a really clever idea from the pub, you know, using a local brewery to make a beer for them. I think that they, they can tailor to themselves. So they're running a nice little Facebook competition. If you name the beer and you're the winning name, you get a party for you and your friends, a 30-litre keg of this beer, and I think fish and chips on the Ooh. night. So it's well worth looking up. So that's the Celtic Bar and Kells there on Facebook as well. I think that kind of really covers off the news, I suppose, unless we're forgetting... Are we forgetting anything? Um, our homebrew club. Oh, yes. Um, Royal last, County Brewers. Last Tuesday. What date was that? Tuesday just gone. 7th. <laughs> yeah, I can't forget that the days are all melding into one. But last Tuesday in the Central Baron Navin was the first ever meeting of the Royal County Brewers Homebrew Club. So obviously um, it's great to get like-minded individuals together who brew homebrew, um, ranging experiences from you know people who brew all grain to people like us who only brew kits um, at the moment. Um, but it was great to meet everyone that came, especially it was really interesting to meet Luke, who has the wine shop in Kells to make your own yeah. wine. But he's also starting to stock some homebrew stuff so like it'd be great for us locally to be able to support a local shop it's only 10 minutes down the road but we had a lovely turnout there was 10 of us there on the night sharing our beers and um, the central great host as always uh carl the chef in the central was there with his belgian ale which was really good really uh, and john's english bitter with the summer hops uh, it was fantastic i think the thing for me was it really i don't know the difference between all grain and kit did you find that yourself? Oh yeah, because you did find that there was a completely different taste to it. Like the that that Belgian one that by Carl was just I thought was amazing. Yeah, really, really lovely. But when you compare it to ones that have been done by Kit, like our one, you do get that Kitty taste. Yeah, it's it's that unmistakable Kit twang, I suppose. But yeah. it was great. There were some great beers there. I was happy that our beer was well received. Our American Pale, pretty fly for pretty fly for a white guy. Um, six and a half percent American Pale with Citroen Amarillo. Um, and if there's any lady homebrewers out there that are in Mead, do not be afraid to come along. I was the only one there, so a little bit of sisterhood would be nice. <laughs> yeah, that's it. So the the the, the homebrew club itself uh, now has a 
an email address and a Twitter account and a Facebook group has just been opened up. So the Twitter account is at um, Royal County HBC for Homebrew Club. Um, and the email address is royalcountybrewers at gmail.com and we also have a subsection on nationalhomebrewclub.com's uh, forum as well so Royal County Brewers so we're hoping to have the next meeting on the first week in this November in Smithson Square um, Wednesday, Thursday I think the two Wednesday, days Wednesday, Thursday, yeah um, to, you, be nice, to be confirmed but keep an eye on my Twitter handle and, and everything we'll keep that up to date so like, that's really the news and the catch up from where we've been so we're kind of going to crack on to the, the beer tasting now. Like, um, For anyone who doesn't know about um, Russian Doll, uh, the concept's quite simple. It's four beers in a four-pack. Yeah. Four different styles of beers. So we have a pale ale, we've an IPA, we've a double IPA, and barley wine. And a barley wine. Oh, that looks ominous. Um, and I, th- I think it's important that it's... Like, the idea is really clever, you know, the same malts, same hops, different percentages to get different beers. So we've got 4%, 6%, 8%, 10%. So thankfully we had a nice roast chicken dinner before we started this. Um, Line the belly. (laughs) Line the belly. Um, So first up we have the Russian Doll Pale Ale. Um, That's in the glass on the left there. So we've we've opened these and we've let them come up to room temperature to well let them come up in temperature just to get a bit you know a bit more of the flavor and aroma than if they were just straight out of the fridge now we're going to have pictures of the bottle labels and the packaging um as well up on the show notes because like this stuff is limited availability i don't know if there's that much of it actually um in ireland at the moment um thank you to ian for hooking us up here um but i suppose we'll start with the pale ale you can't beat a good pale ale really no, um, poured Good. a lovely golden colour. Yeah, the one thing, like, we've, we've poured out all all of them into different glasses, and the similarities, obviously, between the pale and the IPA and double IPA, there's very little difference, if any, in, in the colour. Uh, you can see that they're gradually... They're gradually getting a bit darker, but then you come to the barley wine, and it's, of a thing. it just looks like, don't mess around. It looks a bit scary. Yeah, well, we'll get to that. So, do you want to take the first taste yep. of the pale ale there? And I'll just feel the dead silence now. That's a lovely, lovely smell. Yeah. Is it is it better now it's opened up a bit? Yeah, like when, from when we first poured it, it was a little bit cooler. And the smell wasn't really... Yeah, lovely smell. Okay, so happy with the aroma. That's always good. And what does it taste like? Not sure. Not a fan? No, it's, not with it. it's nice. I just think... Yeah, it's not, I like it. It is nice. It's a bit light. Yeah, but it'd be a great starter beer for somebody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You've got you've got a nice aroma. It's, it's like it's bit, inoffensive. It's a bit it's a bit more malty than hoppy. Um, it, it, typical brew dog beer will be a bit more hop forward than that. There's still a good flavour to it. There though. is a good flavour to it. It's not. It's kind of a nice kind of dry colour. Your typical pale ale flavours with the with the American hops that are in there. I think I was looking at the brew sheet earlier. It's Citra. Um, is it Citra? Yeah, Citra, Cascade, Centennial, and Simcoe. So it wouldn't be a brew dog beer without Simcoe, to be fair. But it, you know, it's quite well balanced. 
it's only 35 IBUs, so it's not intensely bitter, but you can see the massive step up to the IPA and the and the double um, coming up. Now, I, as I said, that's that's okay. It's you know I drink Dead Pony over it all day long. Um, I just I just prefer Dead Pony to that. But again, as part of a four pack, I think what we're going to see is we're going to see a graduation, and it'd actually be really interesting after you taste the next one to take a step back and taste the one before. To see if it helps develop okay, it a bit. Okay, so well then, while you're saying that, go on to the IPA now. See what you think. Okay, so six percent IPA. There's a bit more of a hop aroma on the on the nose. Again, very similar colour. Oh yeah, now there's a, a nice bitterness to that. Now it's not the first time I've had that. As well as I better hold my hands up for the sake of transparency. Oh yeah, Um. Was lucky enough in, in Aberdeen a couple of well, she's a month ago now at this stage to have that with dinner in Musa restaurant. That's fantastic meal. But I was a really big fan of the pale ale that night. Really went well with the course we had it with. But yeah, you can definitely get the taste step up. It's got a nice finish. Yeah. It's nice and smooth. It's got that lovely kind of puckery bitterness to it. Yeah, you know? it's a lovely bitter flavour to it. Mm. So I'm gonna go back and take a sip of the pale. What do you think? You know what? The, the pale, you can see the step. Have a take. You can see the step up in, in, in terms of bitterness. Penny, our see? beautiful dog, is trying to even get in on the tasting. We don't. Anyone who's listening, we don't feed our dog beer. Okay? So don't send around the RSPCA or the ISBCA. Oh, yeah, you can. You definitely can. Yeah. So the IPA is very good. Again, it's what, 70 IBU, so it's double the bitterness. And, and you know, like... Like anything, we started out with with less hoppy beers, like curries, you kind of make your way up on the chain, you know, we've gone from standard pale ales up to like drinking things like Crazy Horse and oh, yeah. <laughs> and all sorts of double IPAs these days, Bow Bristle double IPA, um, a Foam and Fury Galway Bay, but I suppose like that, the, the labelling is just striking on these bottles and we've a few pictures to put up on the show notes. So on to the... Double IPA now. Yeah, so 8% this 8%. time. How's the smell look? Yeah, lovely. Again, they all smell lovely. What does it smell more? Like, has it, has it been dry hopped as much as the other ones, do you think? Like, it's, I, 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 for Brewdog beers, I think the aroma's quite muted on these. But I think it's more to do with... The more about the balance of the bittering and aroma hops in the kettle rather than actually dry hopping, because I think that there's not a huge amount of hop aroma that I would expect. Mm. If you compare that to Jackhammer, there's no there's no difference really in the hop aromas, but it's still it's quite good. And taste wise, yeah, I'm a big fan. Now, Penny, you're just being awkward. That's our dog, Penny. She doesn't like being ignored. There's a lovely finish to this one. It's very Moorish. You know, I do like a good double IPA. It's not hiding behind the hops. It's not hiding behind its alcohol. It's nice and smooth. I like that one. You like that one? Yeah. There's a lovely taste for that one. I really like that. Good. Okay, so the last one is that big brown one in the corner, and that's the big barley wine. Barley wine. So barley wine's traditionally... English ones would be a bit sweeter and the American ones would be a lot more hoppy and bitter. So it'd be interesting to see what kind of 
kind of style brew dog have gone for, and I would say being brew dog and the hops that they've used. I can get a much stronger smell from it. With it being brew dog, I'd imagine it's more the American style. I'm afraid of the color. Yeah, so it's, it, very, it, it's very dark. Very dark. Compared to the other ones, which, you know, it, they've probably used more uh, dark crystal uh, in there to get that kind of color. Come on, Penny, get down. Well, what's the impressions? Not a fan? I wouldn't be a fan. No? Well, Steve from the Beer O'Clock Show said this was the star of the four pack, so let's see if he was lying. Well, for me... Uh... you got a lovely sweetness on the on the aroma, I think. it's It's got a real sweet smell. Kind of... Almost smells like something really sweet, like a, a, a real blackberry jam or something like that. For me, a couple of sips would be enough. I wouldn't sit down and enjoy a bottle of it. It'll be it'd oh. be a bit too much for me. Well, I guess I'm finishing this one then. Oh, yours. Mine's a double <laughs> this IPA. This is so outrageously smooth for a 10% beer. It's it's got a lovely upfront. bitterness in your face and then it, it kind of sweetness like kind of syrup or treacle as it finishes out and it's just really really good 10% you know you could definitely know this one's 10% whereas, whereas we've tried a few beers before that were 10% that were really really drinkable I think the double IPA belies its alcohol I don't think you can taste it as boozy as, as this no this is definitely a step up on the boozy side well I think the thing about the concept for me is it's just so clever. It's the same malts, the same hops, just four different styles, four different beers, packaged lovely in a very similar way to the way they do IPA is dead. And it's the reason why Brewdog are so well regarded is because they do things no one else does. You know, they do these, you know, IPA packages that, you know, they try four different crazy experimental hops that might not even make it to uh, production. Um, but it's great to see. But it's a great idea, you know, to get your mates around, have a bit of a bottle share evening as well, and, you know, try the different styles, talk about the different styles, have fun with it as well. Yeah, like I think, you know... Although if we were doing this as a total newbie, I think we'd put them off. Well, I don't think... Especially if they were going on to the barley wine. I don't think we'd get as far as the barley wine. Um, (laughs) But I think the thing would be that, you know, it's like anything, you know, there's quite a lot of opinion out there and a lot of people spout opinion as fact the one true thing is that everyone's taste is different oh yeah absolutely you know like that's absolutely true if 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 someone judges someone for the beer they drink you'd have to ask questions of where that person's coming from in the first place because like you know i know people who will never change what they drink it doesn't affect me in any way at all no so you know these things are great as a bit of fun like to do bottle sharing and have a bit of a laugh with it. You know, when people start taking things way too seriously is when people start getting annoyed. People start falling out with each other. People start going, well, I'm not going to do that because that guy's just going to give me grief over the fact that I like having a, a cheeky pint of Blue Moon every now and then. So fucking what? Like, it's fun. At the end of the day, as I always say, I love nothing more than getting together with friends, having a few beers, having a bit of a laugh. Like Brewdock last night, we stopped in on our way home after having... A great night um, at a gig in a venue in town called The Mez. Absolutely no craft beer on sale. Um, 
it was an odd experience, um, but a great band. My cousin's band was playing at Ratneck. Um, check them out at Ratneck Band um, on Twitter and Ratneck.com. But the thing was that after we, we got down to the brew dock, we just went in, we had a, a cheeky drink with Rachel and yeah. had a lovely, you know, jackhammer, and I think we had some Hoptimum as well. What did um, I have? You had... It's a very good question. You had N17 oh, Rye Ale. yeah. Yeah, so again, you know, it was just great to pop in for a quick one before we got the bus home. Um, and, you know, we had the crack and had the banter and met two total random strangers. Yeah. And all he wanted to do was hug me because I'm a Man United fan now. I just realised I probably lost half of my what subscribers we And we, I think we were doing shots of Baby Guinness and I think there was some Buka in there as oh. well. Yeah. Well, see, this is the thing. Ireland is a social country. People are social here. And, you know, places like the Brew Dock facilitate that kind of banter and crack. You, you know, just attract the crazies, Wayne. Yeah, I think I, I must have a sign that flashes above my Give head me a saying, hug. come here and have the crack with me because I just attract the nutcases. But to those lads we met last night, fair play, bit of a laugh. Um, you know, if you're ever in Ireland, I've written a blog post about the best craft beer bars in Dublin. It's, it is there. Um, and you know Brewdock obviously features permanently and the fact that they've been recognised now by an international list um, and putting them in some esteemed company with some great bars around Europe once you're the in States, there you just don't want to leave yeah and that's that's kind of it you know and you know it's, it's great for for us in Ireland now to get that recognition outside of Ireland um, and that people who come over and visit do get to experience this now as well and if we're playing our small part by promoting what's going on here through this podcast or through the blog then thank you to everyone who listens to us everyone who reads our blog posts I know Janice um, Janice's most recent blog post was about the food yeah um, yeah um, there's a cracking book uh, Slauncha uh, has become my bible it's an absolutely brilliant book I had the opportunity to actually get back into the kitchen and try out a recipe. The recipe was um, pork brined in a cider with apple, fennel and onions. onions. And I loved doing it. So do read the blog post. There's lots of pictures up there and everything as well. Yeah. Like, you know, I think the thing is, I love cooking. I love like I hate it. Um, I love food, I love cooking, I love beer, I love drinking, I love meeting people and all that kind of stuff. But this new book's launcher, you know, when I when I picked it up to, to read, it's available in all good independent uh, bookstores, uh, Eason's and everything in Ireland. Um, you can go on to New Island, Island, I-S-L-A-N-D, um, books, and they, they will ship internationally if you want a copy of it. Cool. But what I really love about the book is it's, it's quite accessible, it's very easy to read. What, don't make the mistake I did and reading the food chapter when you're absolutely starving because I came <laughs> home you know we were talking about hangry, hangry. we were talking about hangry earlier oh I think it's going to be a new hashtag <laughs> yeah hashtag hangry so um, basically a combination between hungry and angry um, we can also add in hangover to that as well um, but yeah no definitely if you have it you see it pick it up um, have a flick through it some great recipes in there as well great information on the scene itself um but no, it was great. There's a lot of recipes there I want to try, and we'll be we'll be profiling those over the next little while. But thanks very much to everyone for listening. Um, Brew Dogs Russian Doll Pack is extremely limited. Uh, Far Corners are the distributors in Ireland. They've tweeted where they are going, where they've sent it in Dublin. You know, Bradley's and Cork have it. One or two other off licenses around might have it. So if you do see it, do snap it up. 
yeah, it's I, recommended retail. I You'd can't be imagine stupid not to be any less than twenty quid. Don't be selfish and keep it for yourself. Get your friends in there, pop open those bottles and share these bad boys. Yeah, well, I think that's a fitting place to finish up on. So thanks very much, guys. As always, send any feedback to us at Irish Beer Snob. At Mrs. Beer Snob. Irish Beer Snob at gmail.com. <laughs> and irishbeersnob.com. <laughs> God, Jesus, useless. Um, obviously, the podcast is available on Stitcher Radio, uh, iTunes. We're part of the Red uh, Red Podcast Network. Um, and obviously, please keep downloading the show and leave us a review on, on, on uh, iTunes. That helps us climb up the ladder. Um, but no, thanks very much for your time and sticking us in your eardrums. And have a great week. Cheers. The Irish Craft Beer subreddit is the best way to keep pace with all the latest news, views, reviews and interviews related to the Irish Craft Beer scene. Check out this subreddit at www.reddit.com forward slash r forward slash Irish Craft Beer and join the revolution.